When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. Hello everyone. The Paddock and the Pavilion is a keen supporter of Fairbreak, whose mission is to progress gender equality on a truly global scale, using cricket as their primary vehicle. The Fairbreak 11 recently toured Australia, where they played three matches, two T20s and one 50-over match against the ACT Meteors. I caught up with four fairbreakers who played in Canberra. Mariko Hill from Hong Kong, Winnie Durasingham from Malaysia, Isha Oza from the UAE and Ariana Douse from England to find out how delighted they were to be back playing for the Fairbreak 11. Hello Mariko, welcome back to the Paddock and the Pavilion. Great to see you again. Yeah, pleasure to be here again. What was it like to be back playing for Fairbreak? I mean, I think always putting that Fairbreak shirt on is a complete honour and, um, you know, meeting new people, new faces in a different country. um, All of that in combination with playing some really good cricket was just another incredible experience. And how proud of you were were you to be captain of so many nations? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, it was a bit of a, a surprise when I saw my uh, name with the captaincy on the side of it. But again, a, a huge privilege and, um, you know, being part of the whole fair break set up for almost five five years now. Um, I, I feel like I've learned sort of what the values are about with fair break. And I really wanted to just inspire and um, lead a, a whole new team and hopefully they sort of pass it down to their um, respective uh, associate countries. That must be one of the joys of Fairbreak, playing with so many different nationalities. Uh. Oh, for sure. I mean, we had people from Kuwait, Afghanistan, you know, UAE, all these different places and learning their cultures is always something um, that I'm a huge advocate of and I'm I'm a very sort of well-travelled person and every time I go to a new country, I love just immersing myself in that culture and learning everyone's stories of how they started playing cricket along with where they are now. It's just really inspiring. Yeah, you mentioned Afghanistan, Tuba Khan. That must have been a pleasure playing with her. Oh my God, don't even get me started yet. Yeah, but what a character. Um, you know, on day one, she completely welcomed us with open arms. I mean, she herself lives in Canberra. Um, and, you know, I was kind of mentioning to you before the podcast started, but the fact that the women all bond together since day one, but Tuba was the one that really enabled that. You know, she kind of invited all of us around for Afghanistan, Afghani tea at her house. And we as a squad walked down the road and all just ended up at her house (laughs) drinking tea. And playing in such a major cricketing nation as Australia. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think Australia is probably one of my favourite countries to ever go to. Um, I I would love to live there one day. It just has everything 
under the sun, quite literally. Um, but when it comes to cricket itself, it's just so rich in its culture and they're just another level when it comes to performance. How many of the players had played in Australia before? Oh, I wouldn't know. Um, I, I'd say a fair few, to be fair, because the Papua New Guinea and the Vanuatuans, if that's how you pronounce it, but um, they often go to Adelaide to play cricket. But some really tough cricket against the ACT Meteors. They have some very good players and the international experience, a WBBL winner as well. Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, it comes down to just Australia being at the forefront of cricket and you can tell that they've just really developed a whole breed of talented cricketers and, you know, bowling against Katie Mack or facing Holly Furling, like you get big names in the game that you've you've seen before. Um and obviously, ACT are a very, very good state team, and it's probably the strongest team that we've played to date as a fair break XI. So, results not as important as the the learning experience of playing against such high quality players. Absolutely, I mean we're we're composed of a very competitive bunch, but at the end of the day, um, they play the better game of cricket. You know, T twenties, anything can happen, and obviously with the fifty over, it was really new to a lot of us. I think. Almost eight of us haven't played a 50-over game in the last five years. So, you know, obviously when it comes to experience, we didn't have that under the belt. But you can just see from the sheer calibre of how good ACT were, the disparity. But at the same time, you know, losing doesn't mean it's all gone to failure. Like We've learned so much from the game, just simply from tactics and how we approach the game to the areas we should bowl at in a different continent so um yeah we, we had a lot of learnings from that whole tournament Winnie what was it like back playing with the Fairbreak shirt on it was something different for me because playing with the Fairbreak shirt with your flag at the back it was something unique which we never thought to I would be at that position representing my country, wearing the country flag on your shirt. And it's something really special to me. Yes, because you'd played in Fairbreak Invitational in Dubai, but you hadn't actually played for the Fairbreak 11 before. Yeah, first time playing in the Fairbreak 11 in Canberra recently. It was something very special to get picked to play in the Fairbreak 11 which I said earlier, which I never expected. I would have got the chance. And when I got the opportunity, I just grabbed it and did what I could do. Yeah. It means a lot to, to have the Malaysian flag on the back of your shirt. Yeah, it means so much to me because representing your country is something, a really big pride for me to play for my country in a league like this. So, and many people start to know me more after I started playing in the fabric. So I hope it continues and more other girls in this country uh, pick up the game. Just talking about the Australian, the Canberra Games tour, you played some very tough cricket. Yeah, uh, it was a tough opponent, but even I played just one game with the team because I went a bit late due to work. So even that one game, I learned so much from that game. So this is a really good opportunity for me to get to play in 
levels like this with different level players and learning from how they play and bring back to my country and share to my teammates and all so it was a really good opportunity from me and i would like to say thank you to fabric for giving me this opportunity what was it like playing under mariko oh it was my first time playing under her it was really calm and cool and enjoyable moment normally we play against each other but this time i'm playing under her control so it was something really and she gave me the responsibility to open the bowling even i just arrived for the last game and yeah it was really good play under her i mean it was a great experience for me just to first of all to step on the manuka oval and even like both the grounds we played on the philip and manuka it was such brilliant grounds and then just yeah when we went out there on the field with like we had like people from all different countries we were out there as one team playing against the act meteors and they were such a good side as well although we didn't win the games i mean just experiencing just being out there in and against them that was a great experience how different is it playing for fairbreak than when you're playing for the uae oh it's completely different the first thing when i play for uae i know each and every player but when i went there to australia everybody was new including my roommate jibi even i never met her before that was the first time i actually met her so when you're going somewhere you're going to a country you've never gone before you're going to play with people you've never met before maybe i knew a couple of players but all the the rest of them like i was meeting them for the first time and i mean i enjoyed it and um, you don't get to experience such things when you play for your country because you've always trained together you know what everybody likes you know what to talk about but when you go there it's completely different and have you a sense when you're playing for fairbreak that you're also promoting associate cricket as a as a uae player yeah definitely i mean just stepping on the field with the uae flag on at the back of my jersey i mean yeah i, I mean i'm representing a country there i'm a player from the uae playing for a global team so yeah it, it's a feeling of pride and i'm i'm happy that slow and steady through fairbreak different countries are getting this recognition i mean if not for fairbreak we wouldn't have i wouldn't have ever been to australia yet maybe i guess that's the magic of fairbreak it's spreading uh, where you can play as well yeah definitely i mean country australia australia is like one of the best places to go and play cricket i mean everybody growing up would want to go and play there and i mean yeah thanks to the canberra games i was able to do that you felt you learned a lot as well playing in australia yes definitely like i learned a lot mainly from our players that's the first thing like we had so many experience players we had people who had actually played in australia before so like maria momar she's playing a bit of domestic cricket there as well as like as well as uh, selina rachel like they're playing cricket there we had uh, arius playing in perth so i got to know about how like different different places in australia have different kind of pitches and stuff and i got to learn a lot from other players as well like carrie tomlinson like she she is a great person and i got to learn a lot more about how to go forward with the game and just how to be in the game all the time and you came up against some 
high quality players with WBBL experience and also international experience? Yeah, I think in the first game we played against uh, the ACT Meteors, I think we got hit around, around the park. But I mean, it's good when it happens sometimes because you're learning out of that as well. When you're standing on the field and you're watching someone do that, you can learn so much out of that as well. Like, I just bowl to Katie Mack. She moves back so fast. She goes and hits me to square leg. I can see that, oh, she has so much time to do that. Like, there's so much to learn out of just watching them do their stuff on the field as well. And as you mentioned before, the, the ground she played on, the Manuka Oval, was a, an international ground, hosted the last England-Australia test match back in early 2022. Yeah. I mean, the first day we went on the ground for training, like we all just, we, we were just walking towards the field and then we just stopped and we were just looking around, like like just looking at the at the ground, the stadium. It's it's a different feeling. You don't get such grounds in UAE as well. So, how did you do personally? I mean, I I wouldn't say I did my best. I mean, but for me, it was more about the learnings. I think I enjoyed I enjoyed bowling more than I contributed with the bat because it was the first time I actually bowled ten overs in a game. I've never bowled ten overs in a game before, and. We in UAE we don't play 50 over games. It's all T20s. So I was playing a 50 over game after like a very long time. I've played a few in India, but I haven't played any after that. So yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I mean, playing the playing different formats. We played 50 overs and T20 cricket. So that was also something really different. Like I got to learn how to actually, you know, how to pace your innings and stuff. Like when you just watch them go about their game, you can learn about that as well. You did get a wicket in your first over in that first game, though. Yeah, I yeah I got two wickets in the first game, I think, and yeah, I was yeah that was good. But I mean, we didn't end up on the winning side, which was not that great. But I mean, yeah, I did enjoy bowling. What was it like to be back with the Fairbreak Group in the Canberra Games with your flag back on your shirt? It was lovely, to be honest. I've obviously been away. In- Australia Perth since October so it was almost like coming back to a second family seeing Elle at the airport come and give me a big hug and welcome and then seeing my roomie who was on the previous tour and chatting with Mariko and then meeting new friends and obviously becoming a second family out there again it was it was really nice to come and see everyone again kind of thing. You've had a really good mix of players and I think there's a 10 or 11 different nationalities Yes, we had many different women from many different like backgrounds and it was a really like amazing mix of women to be honest. You had some parents who were from Papua New Guinea and they just were like chatting with the girls as always and getting involved and then you had like Tuba from Afghanistan and obviously you also had like Winnie who's on the front cover of Fair Break and there were so many different people that were so many different backgrounds and it was just amazing to be a part of such an experience. <laughs> yeah, is that the magic of Fairbreak, playing with all these different nationalities? And, and again, I mention it with, you know, your national flag on the back of your shirt. Yeah, it's a chance that not many people get. So I'm very grateful for the opportunity Fairbreak provide. And going to Australia, I know you were there anyway, but promoting associate cricket in Australia, that, that must have been big as well. Definitely. I feel like 
it was something that coming over here wasn't really that big, as I'd say. Obviously, you hear of other nations playing and you see about it online, but you don't actually talk about it kind of thing. And then to be in a situation where you can openly have conversations with those players and have it on like a large platform where we're promoting it, it just felt really inspiring. And that's the like whole point of Fair Break. It's just to create this environment and platform where it is to promote them and it is to encourage women and girls to start playing cricket and realise that women can do it as well kind of thing, which is really nice. And you were playing against some real tough opposition with the ACT Meteors. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, they were a very strong competition for us. Um, we did put in, it was a very good competition, I'd say. Like, and I think many of the girls could see how they went about their business as a squad and us only just meeting each other and coming together for one training session before and a couple even arriving after that. It was hard to understand and learn everyone, everyone's skills, abilities, their preferences and come together on a cricket pitch against a team that's been doing that for years. <laughs> So it just shows, but I think the girls didn't shy away. They like competed and they were also chatting with the oppositions and the uh, ACT women chatted with us about their experience. They shared their knowledge and that's all about fair break, to be honest. So it was very, very good. Like the, I'm going to say the vibe was very good. Yeah, they had some international players. Um, Holly Furling had played test matches for Australia and Katie Mack, and others had played a lot of WBBL matches. Yeah, that was something that they could share with the girls, really. I mean, we did have Ellie Johnson come across to replace someone that couldn't make it. Um, and so we actually had a couple of the WBBL girls as well kind of thing on our side. And it was just good environment to have them around and help like even the playing field a little bit kind of thing. <laughs> And the ground you played at, the Manuka Oval, had a test match there and an international cricket. Yeah, you could tell that it was a very, very lovely ground and that it had had that like ability to provide for like a test match and international matches. And technically, this was an international match with so many different nationalities on one side. It was pretty exceptional for the girls to be playing there and they all enjoyed going around the ground I think we had a training session there and we walked out onto the outfield and all the girls were like wow it's so smooth it's like carpet and we started it started rolling around on the grass and we created a big FB for fair break before we started training and the girls were just loving it and we were all having a laugh at the same time which was really nice but they really like appreciated the good facilities that were provided for fair break and the ACT matches. An outfield even better than Wormsley. <laughs> Believe it or not, yes. <laughs> it's very hard to be a good old Wormsley back in England, but I have to say this this was carpet, honestly. It was a, a beautiful and I was rolling around there as well, so <laughs> it was lovely. <laughs> and how did you do personally? Uh, I did okay. I went in with a fractured finger, so I knew I was going to give it all to the team that I could kind of thing. Um, and I helped at the top of the order a little bit. I did some keeping and I think I just mainly just brought energy and some experience to the girls. And we just chatted about our different backgrounds and it was just lovely to just 
be around a part of that group and just share knowledge and share stories kind of thing rather than anything else so yeah you did get a stumping in the i think second over of the first match yeah yeah of, um off of isha's bowling and that was i think a breakthrough because we hadn't had a wicket yet and that was the first one of the tour so that was a very exciting moment i was appealing and he didn't give it out straight away i was like come on she lift her foot up and everyone went crazy after it it was just so nice it was a really thrilling moment like we were in we were in the game kind of thing from then so yeah (laughs) next up the highlights of the canberra games from our fair breakers yeah, well, I, I, like I kind of mentioned the whole tuba tea, that became like a whole trend in a way. Um, I think for me, it's always just bonding with the team and doing some activities. But whether it was going to Tuba's house to sort of the gala that we had on the last night, um, it was ACT's 100th gala and we were in the National Museum. In, in Canberra amongst all the other great players along with ex-Australians and the whole ACT team and um, it was just an incredible atmosphere to be there and humble to all of us to be invited. Have you got a tour highlight? Um, I have to say there was a, a gala um, that we joined the ACT 100th gala and that was just a lovely night of socialising with the girls, hearing the amazing things that the opposition were achieving in their regards to women's and men's cricket. And it was just a nice night again, just to like join as a group and really share stories and have fun. And it was just one of those fair break moments where you're like, yes, this is this is fair break. It's all about us coming together on and off the pitch. And this was an off the pitch moment, which was lovely. My tour highlight would be. I would say just, I mean, the first day when we all just met together, the way we gelled so nicely. I mean, it was the first time we were meeting each other. So I would say that was a major highlight. I didn't think I would get so close or I would even like just bond with people from different countries who I've never met before. But just the way everybody was so open and welcoming. I mean, that was one thing I loved the most about the tour. Yes, I loved your quote that I saw on Facebook, uh, and I'm going to read it out now. I've learned so much more about different cultures, different values. None of this can be taught. It can only be experienced. Yes, I mean, yeah, you go to school, you learn, you have geography in school. You, they'll teach you about different countries, but that's all. Okay, you know what what the names of the countries are. But once you go to the country, you're going to learn so much about it. Once you meet people from that country, you're going to learn so much about it. So none of this can be taught. Like even at school, they can't tell you, oh, this is how people are from this country. When you go there, when you mingle with them, when you actually talk to them, that's when you'll actually know that, yes, this is how different countries are. Like I got to know so much more about one war to PNG, like. I've, I wouldn't have ever heard about cricketers from that country, but thanks to Fabric, I even heard about the country and even that they play cricket there. The 2023 Fairbreak Invitational Tournament is now less than a month away and the quartet are all due to play in the global tournament. Ariana has now been selected for the Tenedos team, but at the time of recording, this had not been announced. 90 players, 36 nations, six teams playing 20 games between the 3rd and the 16th of April. Not long now until fair break 
Invitational 2023, April the 3rd till April the 16th. Tickets are even on sale now. How much are you looking forward to, especially playing in Hong Kong? I am absolutely buzzing. I mean, I've already um, posted sort of the ticket sale article that was posted on the SCMP um, on my Instagram. And I've got so many like DMs and and messages from friends and family asking when I'm playing because they all want to go and watch. Um, not only that, but just even people that I don't really know have been asking when I'm playing and when the tournament is just so they can come and buy a ticket. Um, but yeah, just being played at, at my home grounds. I want to say home ground, but at home in Hong Kong, um, at a beautiful grounds and something that's really, really unique of an experience when it comes to the stands being really close to, to you in the sensor. Um, it's going to be a never been done before sort of tournament for a T20. Are you counting down the days? Oh, yes, I definitely am. Less than six weeks to go. And yeah, I just can't wait to see everyone again. And I mean, Hong Kong, a new country again. Like fair break is fair break is such a great thing. Like this is the third country I'm going to go to, all thanks to fair break. And yeah, I'm just counting down days, looking forward to it, can't wait. And you're going to be playing for the Warriors team, which includes... Hayley Matthews, the West Indies captain, who's been performing well in the in the World Cup, and also Mignon Dupree's as well from South Africa. Yes, I mean, yeah, uh, we were even the last moment that happened in Dubai. We were in the same teams, and I mean, just going and getting to see them again, and just going out on the field with them again. I'm super excited about that, and yeah, I just I just can't wait. I mean, six weeks seem too long right now. And you're playing in the Fairbreak Invitational 2023 in Hong Kong. How much are you looking forward to playing again for the Tornadoes? And you're going to be playing with Dani Van Nierkirk and Stefani Taylor, just to name a few. Yeah, I'm really a great honour to get another chance to play in the Fairbreak 2023 in Hong Kong and playing under these big players, which we never thought we'll get chance to play but this is a really good opportunity for like us associate countries to be playing this tournament and yeah I hope to learn a lot from them and bring back. Do you get very nervous playing with these star names or do they make you very relaxed? Uh, at the first when I was in Dubai 2022 I was really nervous because playing against big, big names from other teams and you think like you're going to bowl to like Deandra Dottin and all the ones who, you know, hit the ball like really hard. And But once I got the ball, my teammates just kept me calm. They supported me and what they wanted me to do, I, I did for them. So, yeah, at day by day, I was getting more calm and only the first game, maybe I was a bit nervous, but towards the end, I was getting more relaxed and calm because I know I've got the support from everyone and the coaches and all. So, and this year you've got crowds, crowds at in Hong Kong. Yeah, that, I, I think this ticket has been start started to be sold now, so it will be. I hope that more big crowds and because 
I never like the last big crowd which I played in was like in the Asia Cup. So this will be something different to see in Hong Kong because I haven't been to Hong Kong also. So it's really good chance and good opportunity to get to see more crowds from Hong Kong coming and watching cricket and supporting us. Karen Motika, the author of Fair Break the Book, will be joining us in our next podcast to talk about her inspiring new book. Opening up about the Fair Break book, it had to be Winnie, who is on the front cover after her Player of the Match award at last year's Fair Break Invitational event. Your photo is on the front cover of the Fair Break book. Yeah, it was, it's something really proud to say that I never imagined I'll be in any book cover. And this was a really good opportunity which I got and which I was waiting for a long time. And my goal I've achieved. Have you read the so book yet? Yeah, I'm reading it now halfway. So <laughs> slowly, slowly, each day, each another chapter, each day, one chapter. So, yeah. Have you got to the uh, piece in the book about Winnie's watch yet? Yeah. That was the one uh, Katie Martin wrote about it, saying that I won the uh, Apple Watch and they were rooting for me, watch for Winnie, watch for Winnie, every second in the game. And in that last, in that over, which I got all the wickets, every single ball, they were going, watch for Winnie, watch for Winnie. So that was something like, I was really happy and I was in... I don't think I got that much big smile on my face ever, but at that point I did. I've got to ask you about Fair Break, the book. Have you read the book and what did you think of it? Yeah, I think I was probably one of the first ones to buy it from Amazon. And and I'm not normally a big reader, if I'm honest. That's one of my goals this year to read every month. But this book I read in a week. (laughs) I picked it up and what's amazing about the book, it's such a coffee table um, book where you can pick it up, look at any chapter, and start from there, and you don't have to read it in a particular order. You know, every chapter is of a different perspective, whether it's Jeff to Venkat or who, a player, perhaps, or Alex Blackwell. They've got their own views on what Fair Break is and how it inspired them or changed their lives. Um, so I think it was really, really eye opening for me personally to see how the whole movement into fruition from day one and it was well you know back in the days almost a decade ago of the WNCL and how Sean and Lisa Taleka started it um and then obviously a lot of things were happening in the background and we as players don't know that you know Fabric are doing really well when it comes to just working really hard without even having to say how how much you've got to grind through the process of sponsorships and you know getting certain uh, associations to approve all these kind of challenges that come about but they seem to overcome it every time and you know it, it just showcases how big of a movement this is and how big it will come in future too i agree with you about being a coffee table book because I, I must admit i haven't read all the book but i've picked up and and, and read certain passages and, and the, the bit that Jeff covered um, really um, hit me and it, it really captured yeah. what Fairbreak's all about and the, and the time uh, 
people taking time off in busy jobs, taking holidays to play for for the fair break team. Yeah, no, that's women's sport currently, unfortunately, um, where women do have to work in tandem with playing professional sport. But, you know, I think slowly as we chip away with this movement, hopefully that does sort of becomes the past where we can really fully rely on being full, full-time sportswomen and, um, uh, yeah, exactly that. One thing that did happen on the... Uh tour of australia was the release of the fair break book have you had chance to read it yourself yet oh yes i have i mean we were there for the book launch as well and that was such a great moment as well and yeah i have the book myself and that's something i mean it has so many it has notes from different people who've contributed to this cause and it just tells the story of how fair break began and whoever reads this i mean it's a must read for female cricketers I mean, all cricketers, but definitely female cricketers, and especially those from associate countries, because that's how you're going to know what Fairbreak is doing for the associates. Nobody else has done that yet. And I don't think anybody's going to come even close to what they're doing. And yeah, so it's a must read. I agree. So I think it's a must read for any cricket fan because it's showing you what, uh, and the development in particular of women's cricket and associate cricket uh, all around the world. Yeah, definitely. What Sean Martin has done for women's cricket, I mean, he's he's such a he's such a gentle like you can't make out he's such a big man when you go meet him. He's such a gentle, generous guy. And through the book you'll understand what kind of person he is. He's a gem of a person. I'm going to be speaking to Karen later in this podcast. Have you've mentioned uh, the player who's on the front cover of the Fair Break book. Uh, have you read the book yourself yet? I have started. I'm a very slow reader. <laughs> but whilst we were away in Canberra, it was the Fair Break book launch and we were able, lucky enough as players to be present whilst Sean and um, the team presented the book to the public kind of thing. And I... I was so inspired I picked one up <laughs> before I left and started reading it at the beach, started reading on the plane kind of thing. And it's it's a really inspiring way to like understand how Fairbreak has started, how their mission, what they've achieved so far. And it's just so far I'm, I'm really enjoying the book. <laughs> you mentioned, I think, Wynn, isn't it, who's on the, the, the front cover. She must be delighted to be on that front cover. Yeah, Winnie. Um, when we were at the book launch, one of the girls qu- said, quick, Winnie, pose like you are on the book cover. I'm going to hold up and take a photo. And that pic got snapped and she was all over it kind of thing. And she loved it. But yeah, she was she was definitely, I think, very proud to be on the front cover kind of thing. And it, I think on social media or her home country was posting it and all her teammates were like, like, go Winnie kind of thing. And even we were like, yes, Winnie kind of thing. <laughs> It was, it was a very nice moment, I think, for everyone. Here's a short clip from our next Fair Break podcast with Karen. I chose that photograph not knowing that story, okay? So I had flicked through a selection of photos that had been taken in Dubai um, and I spotted that picture of, of Winnie um, and I cropped it out of a larger team photograph of when she got that player of the match 
And I was just captivated by the joyfulness of it. And I felt that she was the perfect poster girl for everything that Fairbreak is doing to showcase the unseen talent of female cricketers from Associate Nations. In our last Fairbreak podcast, we found out that Mariko prefers third wave coffee. That is true. I call it third wave coffee. And I thought that was a standard um, word or terminology that you use for good coffees. And I, I lived in Australia for a bit, but no one knew what that meant. I was like, what? I have to take you. And I think once you play cricket, you are definitely in the coffee culture. So um, a lot of our rest days were hopping around, exploring the city, uh, but finding the best coffees. But did she find any in Canberra? Ariana takes up the story before you hear from Mariko. So Ariana, did Mariko find any third wave coffee in Canberra? Well, it is Australia, so she definitely did. She went around and found lots of coffee shops, dragged a few of us to them, (laughs) but she did find her third wave coffee, so she was very happy. Did you find plenty of third wave coffee? Absolutely. I mean, every day, every morning, I went to a third wave coffee shop. It was incredible. It was down the road in Australia. They are known for third wave coffees. And, you know, something that I'm really gutted about is that in Australia, coffee shops close at 3 or 4 p.m. So after the game, you know, I'm normally to my teammates, should we go for a coffee? And all the Aussies go, where? Because they're all closed. <laughs> so I was really sad that I couldn't get my second one of the day. So, um, but yeah, I had plenty of coffees throughout my tournament in time in Australia. I presume there'll be plenty in Hong Kong. Yeah, I mean, it'll be a bit harder to find. Um, just because I think in Australia, you need to have a barista license to actually be behind the machines and, and making coffee for you. But I mean, Hong Kong, there are probably more Starbucks than third wave coffees. But they're still they're still there. I know the spots. I hope you enjoyed our fair break tour of Australia with Ariana, Isha, Mariko, and Winnie. Look out for our next podcast with Karen Motika, who will reveal the full story behind Fair Break the Book. Thank you for listening to the Paddock and the Pavilion. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the Pad and Pad. Don't forget, if you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review. Sports Social Podcast Network.